Welcome to episode 149 of the Headspace and Timing podcast. On today's episode, veteran and chief executive officer Bobby Herrera joins the show to talk about his book, The Gift of Struggle, and more importantly, about the need to find purpose and meaning in life through helping others after learning lessons from our own struggles. Here's a short preview of the longer conversation. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. I had the privilege of hearing Bobby speak at an event at the George W. Bush Institute, during which he shared his story of overcoming and learning lessons from struggle. The central theme of the talk and the book revolved around an event that happened to him as a young man what he calls his bus story. When I was 17, my brother Ed and I, we were on a return trip home from a basketball game. And along the way, the team stopped for dinner. Everybody unloaded off the bus, except for me and Ed. You know, we didn't have the means to play sports and afford dinner. You know, being part of a 13-kid tribe, it's just the way things were. And my parents were doing the best they could. And we were very accustomed to being on that bus. Well, a few moments after the team unloaded, one of the dads to the other players, he steps on board the bus and he razzed me a little bit because that had outscored me that night. And then he said something to me that I will always remember doing. And that is he said, Bobby, it would make me very happy if you would allow me to buy you boys dinner so that you can join the rest of the team. Nobody else has to know. All you have to do to thank me is do the same thing for another great kid just like you on this bus. And like, I had this wave of gratitude come over me that it's still hard for me to explain. And that moment just changed the course for me, you know, because I'm 17 years old. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. And all I knew is that I wanted my story to be different than what I had experienced as far. You know, we were mired in intergenerational poverty. I had more reverse role models in my life and struggled being the only consistent theme in my family story. And, uh, you know, even though I didn't know what I was going to do, when I stepped off that bus, I knew why. Bobby's an accomplished business leader and speaker. Here, he shows us what he learned was the single most important aspect of leadership. I had been telling myself this narrative that, hey, people like him, they don't see kids like me. And with one small act of kindness. Not only did he show me that I was wrong, but he taught me that the single most important part of leadership and, and, and helping people is seeing and encouraging potential. And he did it in a manner, which I believe is at the essence of leadership, which is at the essence of great human nature and helping others. And that is that he wanted more for me than he wanted from me. And that whole experience is packed with so many lessons that have guided the way I've been fortunate enough to re reframe some of the struggles in my life. You know, someone asked me not long ago, I said, like, hey, Bobby, how do you define struggle? And I said, well, struggle, you know, there's your technical definition, which I put in the book. However, very simply put, it's that pain that we feel inside and that self-doubt and that weight that we carry. And we wonder whether or not we have what it takes to either become the person that we imagine or somehow get through that pain that we feel. And you know, most times in life, uh, we can't do it by ourselves. 
And I'm absolutely grateful, beyond grateful that Mr. Teague recognized that, but he did it in a manner that really solidified for me that uh, humility is the secret of the wise. And he could have done it any other way, but he chose to give me responsibility with that kind gesture and asked me to do it for someone else. And it just, it just gave, that moment gave me identity. It gave me purpose. And it was the first time in my life that I felt seen. Bobby identifies what I know to be true as a mental health professional. Our mindset and our outlook has an impact on how we interact with the world. In this clip, he talks about how the bus story, combined with his military experience, taught him how he needed to change the narrative he was telling himself in order to grow from struggle as opposed to being stuck in struggle. Too often, as I reflected on my past and you know, I viewed what I experienced, I tended to focus on what I didn't have. And once I started to shift the narrative to what I did have and what I could control and started focusing on some of the gifts that some of those hardships had taught me, it just helped me start reframing how I could view my life differently. And, you know, I talk about that experience in the, in the book, you know, where it was three weeks into basic training when I actually started reframing my story. And yeah, I, we were right in the, the heart of the mental haze three weeks into basic training and we were polishing our boots late at night by flashlight and all around me, I could hear, you know, soldiers complaining about the night that had no end in sight and the morning that was going to start way too soon. I remember thinking to myself that, wow, like I I have to get up at four 30 tomorrow. But I've been waking up at 5 a.m. working in the fields for 10 hours a day, six days a week since I was like yay high. I know what it's like not to have any money. I know what it's like not to have any material comfort. I've been asked to leave the table because of the color of my skin. And for the first time, I started thinking what those experiences taught me. And I vividly recall thinking to myself, there's nothing that they can do or say to me the rest of my experience here that I haven't somehow experienced or seen before. And in some cases, even more, 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 uh, difficult. And the light bulb just went from 40 to hundred Watts for me. Life is full of struggle. Bobby and I talk about normal everyday struggle. We're not talking here about traumatic events that many service members, veterans, and their family members experience, but regular life struggles that can sometimes be just as hard. In this clip, Bobby talks about the futility of denying struggle. Even though I was able to reframe struggle, like I, I don't want anyone to think that I will go around openly inviting it into my life. Yeah. I, yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that you'd have to be absolutely crazy to want to struggle. So let's agree on that. However, you'd have to be even crazier to think that you're not going to. So when we ask ourselves these questions and really get down to the heart of the matter, is like, no, I don't want to struggle, but the reality is, is I'm going to. And, you know, when you're in it, it's, yeah, that's when you need to exemplify that uh, one of the single biggest signs of strength that we have is asking for help. And, you know, it took me a long time to get to that place. However, once I did, and I realized that when you ask for help, what you're actually doing is you're building trust with somebody. I think about it. When people come to you 
and you know that they're doing their best and they're working hard. But if they come to you and they say, you know what, I've been working really hard at doing this, 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 I keep falling down. I would, would you be open to helping me? May I ask you a few questions so that I can continue making progress on this journey of mine? Like who wouldn't help that person, right? We're hardwired to help. But often we tell ourselves this narrative that, hey, we have to do it by ourselves. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Dumb people do it by themselves, right? And I was that dumb kid for a long time. One of the things that Bobby talked about was participating in our own recovery. In this segment, he refers to his own experience in trying to be hard and tough and where that got him in the long run. You know, we all have some form of contribution to every problem we're a part of. Uh, and once we own that, we can start figuring out that, that journey and make our way out. And I know a lot of veterans out there, um, and I, was, I went through this, we tend to give ourselves a lot of credit for being able to go through the, the mud and dodge the bullets and the barbed wire. And sure, that's a badge of honor, right? Not many people, very few of us have you know, displayed the courage to raise our hand. So all hail the volunteer. Now, on the flip side of it, I'll often do, you know, whether it be a pay it forward workshop or you know, work with leaders out there in the business world, and they'll tend to have this, you know, this narrative in their mind that, hey, I can't be compassionate. I can't be kind. Like, you know, I have to have my stuff together and people can't see me sweat, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's nonsense. Right. And so I'll, I'll challenge them. I said, you know what? Be kind for a week, like just for one whole week. Just be kind. Focus on kindness. Focus on listening. Give everyone you interact with the benefit of the doubt. Don't make assumptions. Ask real in-depth cerebral questions. Really seek to understand people. Don't raise your voice. Use a kind tone. Now, after you do that for a whole week, why don't you come back and tell me which one's harder? And finally, Bobby talks about his goal in talking to groups or telling his story on podcasts like this one. It's to make an impact in just one person's life. Yeah, anytime I speak to whether it be a group of veterans or kids from the wrong side of the opportunity divide or an audience of a bunch of gritty business leaders, I have a very simple mantra. When I get up there and I tell stories, I walk onto that stage and I say to myself, just one. Get just one. And if I get just one that day, it's a great day for me. And that's all I want this book to do. If it helped just one person, it was a massive bestseller in my book. I don't, you know, full disclosure, I don't care about those lists. I care about the just one because Mr. Teague saw me and he cared about helping me and my brother. And like I said, God's given me more than I deserve. And I get to pay some of these gifts forward. And I encourage other people who have had that same good fortune to... You know, consider the power of it. You're listening to Headspace and Timing, where we're trying to change the way that we think and talk about veteran mental health. We talk a lot more in the longer conversation. Bobby and I talk about his book, The Gift of Struggle. We talk about how he was able to reconnect with Mr. Teague to let him know the impact that the bus story had on his life, 
and much more about Bobby's goal to help others help others. Just a reminder that the guests and information on this show are for educational purposes only and not meant to be considered professional advice. While I am a therapist, I'm not your therapist. If something you've heard makes you think that you should talk to somebody, then reach out to do so. Make sure to join us for the next episode. Hit subscribe in your podcast player of choice so you don't miss it. Until then, remember veterans, you're not alone. Ever. <laughs>